This segment has been brought to you by the official barber of Red Wolf Roll Call Radio, Ace of Blades. Ace of Blades now in their brand new location, 3227 East Matthews Avenue, right here in Jonesboro. Barber Toby Stoker specializes in men's and boys' haircuts. Open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and by appointment only on Saturdays. Don't let July 24th fool you. It's not just any day. Time for some tequila! It's National Tequila Day. Tequila. It is National Tequila Day, and I'm pretty sure it's 5 o'clock somewhere. National Tequila Day. Tequila! Tequila slammer. Where's the lime and the salt, right? <laughs> what was tequila? Lousy tequila. Gives me a headache. Happy National Tequila Day. Tequila all around. It's showtime. Are you ready? I like them when they're really big. And I think it's better when they're enormous. They think you can tell us what to do. You have to ask me nicely. You think you can tell us what to wear. Oh, hell no! You think that you're better? How am I gonna stick this in a G-string? You better get ready. Oh, it doesn't feel short. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! I Damn, pack of ass producers. Oh, Gary. Merry Christmas! You better ready to do some kissing. Wax on, wax off. I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. Oh boy, I've never got a package this big. I've always wanted to have a huge package. What? We're gonna do this without strippers? God, here we go again. R-W-R-C. Due to some sexual content, parental discretion is advised. Good morning and welcome to R-W-R-C Radio Live on Location. And we're set up in our Unico Bank Mobile Studios here, but uh, live from Sage Meadows Country Club. That's fair to say. Yes. And uh, we're here for a very special event. This has been booked for quite some time now, but uh, we're here for the uh, golf tournament benefiting uh, Brooklyn High School Athletics. And uh, so they're out there getting ready to uh, tee it up and uh, battle some hot weather. And play some probably questionable golf for most. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a friend yesterday, and he was like, hey, man, played golf lately? And I said, I put down my golf clubs years ago before I started well, playing softball. I, sa- I said a while ago, I, I was sitting out there looking out uh, to the, the – uh, where, where the uh, the driving range, and I said, man, I, I said it's probably been five years since I've been out here at Sage, and it's probably that's the last time that I played golf. It's probably five years ago. It was here out at Sage. You know, I I enjoyed it, and who knows, I may take it back up again. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I was ever really any good at it. I was very, I don't even want to say average. You know, decent. Um, some days better than others, but. Uh, getting out there, chasing that little white ball around, and uh, just ha- having a good time with friends is really, truly what it's about. Yeah. And you, <clears throat> you may or may not have a cooler uh, in in the golf cart, but uh, I would advise it. But yeah, especially with the weather and yeah. the temps, the way that Ooh. they are. So uh, we're excited to be here. So uh, coming up on the show, I'm not sure how many uh, phone calls we'll be able to take on the back in action hotline today, um, because we will, of course. 
uh, have head football coach, Coach Eric Munoz, uh, joining us, and he'll join us here towards the bottom of this hour. And then uh, we're going to hear from uh, Coach Bobby Gross, who is the all-everything over at Brooklyn. Yeah, I like that. Uh, assistant junior high principal, athletic director, uh, head boys basketball coach, and uh, I think he probably uh, even folds napkins. Ah, and so uh, he's going to join us as well, and uh, we're going to have to coordinate uh, getting possibly Dr. Jeremy McElroy on today, too. Yeah. So it's going to be a, vi- a busy day, so I will just say this on the front end. The pattern's full? The pattern is pretty full, and I'm not sure that we'll be able to take calls today, so feel free to text in on the, uh, on the text line. Just, right. just feel free. Uh, if you want to hit us up on the Quality Farm Supply text line, go ahead. Uh, but it's going to be hard for us to get any calls in today just so that we can try to keep this thing on time. And uh, really, I wanted to spend this entire show today uh, really paying attention to uh, Brooklyn Athletics and uh, dedicating this show to uh, this fundraiser. And I was talking to uh, Coach Bobby Watson earlier. Of course, Bobby Watson. And, uh, of course, uh, Brooklyn, they moved to the 5A East for football. And uh, we were talking about, um, you know, the, the, the conference for this year. And uh, uh, I know, you know, that they were in the 4A, and now they're in the 5A. Mm-hmm. So uh, the 5A East, football. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. No, it is tough. So we'll, we'll talk to Coach Eric Munoz about that uh, on the show today. And, uh, of course, he talked about he hadn't been here since 2012. Right. And uh, we'll talk about his journey that it led himself back to Jonesboro and now being the head coach uh, of Brooklyn. So uh, we'll talk about that. Of course, today is actually really and truly opening day for Major League Baseball. Because? Because the Cubs yes. and the Cardinals yes. both kick off their seasons today. And yeah. I said kick off, but that's fine. Um, but uh, I, I will say this. I did enjoy uh, watching a couple games last night. Uh, on ESPN, and, uh, you know, is it unique because of no crowd? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a deal-breaker for me? A- absolutely not, because I find myself kind of zoning out while I'm watching it. Right. And since they have the, the crowd noise in, mm-hmm. the artificial noise, it doesn't really bother me. Right. And with the camera angles and the shots that they're taking, you know, every now and then you'll you'll see that, it's empty, but the 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 uh, Dodgers put cardboard cutouts. I saw that. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty awesome. Well, it, 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 at the end of the day, crowd or no crowd, it's still baseball, and you still it's the fundamentals of uh, it's baseball still the same. Listen, I think if you tell any sports fan, look, uh, we're going to be able to have sports, but fans aren't going to probably be involved, or you don't get any sports at all. Most people are going to say, "Go ahead and give me sports with no fans." Right. Um, I know it's unique. Um, I've heard it at the NBA level. I've heard it at the Major League Baseball level. Just talking about, and it's it's funny because it's something I've heard Coach Anderson uh, mention numerous times throughout his years at Arkansas State because there's certain opponents when you play them on the road. There's nobody hardly in the stands. And he always says, you got to bring your own energy. Right. Well, hearing some of the baseball players last night, some of the NBA guys talking about, hey, this is kind of like summer league, uh, the way we're playing right now. Um, I, I get it. 
I get it. And you are. You're going to have to bring your own energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's going to be that way. But uh, it was refreshing for me. And I'm excited about today, Walls. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see that full slate of baseball. Oh, yeah. And it is a, a, a full slate today. And so, uh, but yeah, um, baseball um, is back. Of course, now, like I said, you know, the rain delay last night. It's like, come on, let's go. You know, 2020 is just going to 2020. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I think we've I think we have figured that out. Uh, Kevin says crowd sounds were not good. Uh, what do you mean? You know, I I, I, I guess I don't understand I don't what know, he means. They're but, not good. But you know, I didn't really pay that like like you said. I didn't really pay that much attention attention to it. I mean, I I heard the crowd when something big happened yeah. and stuff like that, and and it's a constant stirring. Right. You know, rather than. I'll say this, you know, when wrestling first came back, mm-hmm. when wrestling first came back, you're watching them in an empty, I don't want to say arena because it wasn't even, it's a training center, so it's not even a full-size arena, and it's dead silent, and you can hear everything they're saying, but it's dead silent. I didn't like that. Right. I didn't like that. Uh, you know, and, and that's something that the NBA has been so good about for years, Walls, is making it an experience and there's constantly music playing, sound oh, yeah. effects, things like that, to to make it more of an experience. And if you've never been to an NBA game, uh, like I said, you know, if Grizzlies were playing the FedEx Forum, uh, they play music the whole game. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just an atmospheric thing. Yeah. Uh, our man G already chiming in on the Quality Farm Supply text line. He says, "Watching Dodgers game last night in Blazers scrimmage, I didn't think one time about the crowd." Yeah, and I found myself kind of zoning out. You know, the, the only the only time that I think the crowd, you know, I, I, that is when I listen to the uh, radio broadcasts, Mike Shannon, John Rooney, when they're doing the Cardinals on radio from KMOX. You know, the crowd was there. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I, but I know, like the other day, I was listening to, I was running around town for errands, I was listening to them on the radio, and. It was kind of weird. It was you know, kind mm-hmm. of dead silence. Because mm-hmm. usually when you hear on, on Cardinal Baseball. You hear the, the vendors yeah, and the, and yeah, the crowd. Yeah. And, you know, the, the sounds of baseball. Yeah. The sounds of the game. Same thing goes for college football, for the NFL, for any of these other sports. You're used to that crowd support, involvement, so on and so forth. Well, usually the, tel- the uh, telephone, the, the television booth and the radio booth, I can say this at Bush now. I don't know about it Wrigley, but the uh, the, the TV booth is is enclosed. I mean, mm-hmm. it's closed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the uh, the radio booth it's open. Yeah. So the mic uh, at, so at Wrigley it, it's open too. Yeah. So the mic yeah. is right there. So mm. anybody out there that's the vendor. Yeah. And sometimes crowd, you hear something you're not supposed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but but no. Uh, again, I, I thought it was I thought it was refreshing uh, to have the game back. Uh, today is a full slate. Uh, text back and forth a little bit last night with Tyler Zuber. Uh, I don't know if he is going to if he got a wink of sleep last night or not. I hadn't talked to him today, uh, but of course, after we got on the uh, off the air, it was confirmed that Tyler Zuber did in fact yes. make the opening day roster for the Kansas City Royals. So, uh, pretty exciting uh, times for him. Uh, I'll be honest; I'm not sure who was more nervous yesterday, me or him, because that is a dude. Who has literally walls? When you think about the minor league system mm-hmm. and how the process works from college to getting to the big show, 
There's a lot that goes on in between there. Oh, yeah. And he has literally done every single bit of that work. Right. And so he is one of those dudes who earned his way to the show. Right. He's not one of those dudes that had a ton of fanfare, and they're like, okay, you've been in the minors long enough. Let's just put you on and see what happens. No, this dude comes out and earns every bit of it, and I personally believe he forced their hand. He forced their hand and said, you're going to have to put me on this roster. Right. By his play. Right. And so I'm super proud of him and excited, and I'll probably watch more Kansas City Royals games this year than I have. <laughs> Me too. And the thing is, like I told Zoo before, you know, I said, I'm going to root for you, <laughs> but it's going to be hard to root for Now the, you know what Royals. it's like. You know now mean? you know what it's, it's like kinda, when, when Chris Odom was playing for the Packers or oh yeah. MD Jennings was playing for the Packers right. and all these people, and I'm like, yeah, y'all don't understand how difficult this is. And, and now Chris Odom's playing for the Washington uh, football team. Yes. <laughs> and that's a whole other story for a whole yeah. other day. But, uh, but, the, but the thing is, I, I told Zoom, I said, he said, man, I said, 1985. Well, I, I know you are a grudge carrier. I have not let it go. And are you ever going to let that go? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I need to know when we have your celebration of life. <laughs> I, I'm going to need a quote from you about the Royals in 85. So I'm going to need that so that uh, because I've already decided whether you want it or not. Yeah. I don't even care if I have to do it on my own. But when when you're when I do your eulogy, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're already we're, we're your gonna eulogy. we're gonna have all these walls, uh, all these walls, euphemisms and everything in there, and then I'm gonna finish it up with walls said the Royals can <laughs> leave it to your imagination. Oh, anyway, but it's good to have things start. And listen, whether you're a baseball fan or not, whether you agree with what's going on. Uh, in regards to social injustice and things like that that surrounds the game of baseball, NBA, the things that they're going to do uh, with college football, the things that they're going to do in the NFL. If you are a sports fan and you want sports back and you want to have an opportunity to have college football or the NFL or whatever it may be, you need to see these sports all doing well. Yeah. It's imperative that baseball does well. It's imperative that the NBA does well uh, with this reboot. It's very imperative because it needs to prove a model that the way that things are being done with these uh, protocols due to the pandemic, that it is working and that we can have sports back and it be safe. And so, of course, Juan Soto of the of the Natinals uh, tested positive. And, uh, of course, he's he now has to, the, the way the protocol works, he tested positive, so he couldn't play last night. Right. As if the Natinals weren't already missing enough, now you lose Juan Soto, who's an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he has to have two negative tests before he can come back. Exactly. And so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting uh, to, to follow how they handle all of this. But uh, anyway, back in action, hotline 870-330-0927. Quality Farm Supply, text line 870-372-RWRC. That is 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this Maybreeze Texas-style smokehouse, free for all Friday, live from Sage Meadows. And uh, speaking of Maybreeze, listen, we, we talked yesterday about 1812 and, and opening day. And today is a full slate of opening day games in Major League Baseball. 
barbecue and baseball. I think that has a nice ring to it. Yes. Think about Mabry's. Maybe you want to, uh, maybe when you get off work, you want to call in and get a family pack. Maybe a couple family packs from Mabry's. You can do that. Uh, when you call, let them know we sent you. And uh, swing through. They'll deliver it right to your ride. You'll be on your way, headed home to check out some Major League Baseball. It's Mabry's. You can find them, of course, on Facebook. And on their Facebook page, you've got a, an order online link. Click on it. You can do it. It works flawlessly. I've done it many a times. That's Mabry's. Whether it's pulled pork, pulled chicken, ribs, brisket, they got it all. At Mabry's, Texas-style smokehouse located right there on Red Wolf Boulevard across the street from B-Dubs and the all-new location in Walnut Ridge on Main Street. That's Mabry's. All right, Walls, we'll get ready to get into your game day forecast. And, uh, of course, uh, all these folks out here hitting the links today, uh, they're going to want to know just exactly how hot it's going to be, how humid it's going to be today uh, out there as uh, they're teeing it up and going to – going to enjoy a day of golf it's kind of like fishing you know the old saying mm -hmm. you know a, a, a bad day on the links yeah is is better than a good day well, at I, work i used to have a buddy that would come out here and play golf and, and he had a, if he'd have a bad you know uh, nine hose or around you know he's griping you know and i said would you rather be at the office right working right or out here no I, but I, he said I, I played horrible today i said but yeah but we still had fun I would say I will say this, Walls. Uh, it is my belief that golf is the most frustrating sport on the planet, and you've played a ton. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Oh, oh yeah, it, it it will humble you real quick. There ain't no doubt. There there is no doubt. I think golf is the most uh, frustrating sport on the planet. Right. It really really is because you're looking at it, and you're like, it's a little white ball. I know. All I have to do is hit it that way. But but the thing is, is like you can play your first nine, and you know, and you're you know you you know your first nine, and you're sitting you know at about forty. You know, I've shot a forty on the on the on the front nine. Now thirty six is par, folks. And so you're sitting feeling feeling good about yourself. Then you get to the back nine, and you just stink it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and because it's real easy. You hit a you hit a couple good drives. Yeah. Hit a couple nice iron shots. Yeah. Uh, put a few. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Now you're getting a little cocky. I'm Jack Nicklaus. I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute. Uh, uh, well, I just put that on somebody's front porch here on on T box. Well, nine. When, when you put a snowman down on your scorecard, oh, and, and you say, what's a snowman? Oh. It's an eight. Yeah, that's a that's. That, that's no bueno yeah. is what that is. Big, fat eight. And that's if you're, hey, eight, eight for an average golfer is, is, is pretty salty. Uh, but anyway, uh, but we'll talk again. Uh, Brooklyn head football coach, Coach Eric Munoz, will join us uh, here probably in the next 10 minutes or so. And uh, we'll catch up with him. And then sometime after the top of the hour break, we're going to have uh, Coach Bobby Gross on as well. And we're going to try to coordinate to see if it's possible to get Dr. McElroy in like he joins us every Friday. So, again, if, if you call and we don't answer, that's why. Um, it's going to be very hard for us to get to the phone line today. And so, uh, anyway, our man Zach chiming in on the uh, Quality Farm Supply text line. He says, happy birthday, to the greatest basketball player to never win a ring, Carl Malone, who's 57. He says also, happy birthday to perhaps the greatest baseball player to never win a World Series, Barry Bonds, who is 56. How about that? Well, how old does it make you feel when you start uh, 
hearing those guys. Of course, you're in the same category as those guys as far as age goes. Right. That's the only category you share with those guys yeah. or any of us would share with them. But, man, oh, how time flies. 57 and 56 years old. I saw Carl Malone play in mm-hmm. Indian Fieldhouse when he played for Louisiana Tech. Yep. And uh, they held him to about two points. That's a monster there, boy. The, the way they, held, they held him to two points in the first half. The mailman came back the second half. And, and delivered? He delivered. He delivered? I think he ended up with 32 points for the game. Wow. <laughs> Don't make him mad. Oh, they You won't like him when he's the, angry. The student section had made him mad, so he came out that second half. And, yeah, he ended mm. up the game with 32 points. Wow. All right, well, let's get into your game day forecast brought to you by the Camo Shop inside of R&R Farm Equipment. Hunting season means camo season at the Camo Shop. Located inside R&R Farm Equipment on Highway 1 South at Lawson Road. Gear up for your big hunt with the best selection of camo in Northeast Arkansas. Top names like Browning, Bandit, Drake, Rocky, Muck Boots, Rivers West, Netgear, and more. They're all here. The Camo Shop has the latest styles for infants to women's and men's up to size 6X. Don't be left without your favorite camo gloves, hats, and accessories because you didn't stop at the Camo Shop. Located inside R&R Farm Equipment at Highway 1 South at Lawson Road in Jonesboro. All right. Do, do, do you have a selection for me? Well, here's your dime. Put it in the jukebox bay bay. All right. I'm going to let you choose. Well, I know you're a fan of this particular band, so yeah. here you go. Oh, yeah. I know you're a fan. Oh, yeah. A little Steely Dan for Uncle Walls on this Maybreeze Texas-style smokehouse free-for-all Friday. All right. Let's look at the game day forecast brought to you by the Camel Shop. Uh, possibility of a flare-up thunderstorm today where the rain doesn't fall today folks it's going to be hot and humid with highs Mm. in the 90s with the uh, heat index around 100 degrees summer heat continues all weekend long uh, coming through and uh, highs in the mid 80s and lower humidity so we might get a little break you know i I was looking at weather in california uh last night just because i was watching the Dodgers game. Yeah. I was like, you know, I wonder what the weather's like there. Because the joke is it's always 72 and sunny. Right. Walls. Like, over the next seven days, you know what the highest high is there? In Los Angeles? Yeah. This time of year, I say about 75 degrees. Like 80. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at the next two weeks, like the highest day was like 83. I had a buddy of mine posted last night. Ugh. He's in Wyoming, and he said it. Uh, overnight low was 55. A blustery yeah. 55. Yeah. Wow. All right, don't do all that other stuff on this date, 1976. Hall of Notes, She's Gone, was re-released. It was originally a released in February of 1974. This is the day. Today's the day, 1983. The famous Pine Tar game was on this date. Oh, boy. George Brett. Funny how you would throw that one out there. George Brett came out of the dugout and uh, lost his, well, anyway. 1984, the Cars Release Drive is their third straight single from Heartbeat City. Hold on to the Nights by Richard Marks. That's number one on the Billboard Hot 100 on this date, 1988. And finally, on this date, 1989, Babyface released his second studio album, Tender Lover. Oh, yes. There you go. Well, that's your uh, game day forecast brought to you by the Camo Shop inside of R&R Farm Equipment. Hey, looking to get that uh, mower serviced, R&R can take care of it. Maybe you need a new one. Maybe you want one of those nice new uh, Spartan brand mowers, zero turn. Yeah, yeah, make your wish list. Go check it out. Put it on the list and, uh, I don't know, uh, load it up and take that thing home. 
But uh, we're going to hit this quick break. When we come back, we will be joined by Brooklyn head football coach Eric Munoz here on RWRC Radio. It is, in fact, a Maybreeze Texas-style smokehouse free for all Friday. And uh, if you're wondering what you're going to do for lunch today, maybe you're wondering what you're going to do for dinner, maybe you want to figure out what you're going to do all weekend long and you don't want to cook, think about Maybreeze. We'll take excellent care of you. Barbecue nachos. Oh, yeah. What about a loaded barbecue baked potato? Ooh, yeah, they got yeah. that, too. And if you had not tried those egg rolls yet, oh. those barbecue egg rolls, watch out. It's good stuff. It's delicious. And it's a little Rick Springfield, a.k.a. Dr. Noah Drake. Yes. And, uh, yes, I'm talking to you, Zach. Keep those draws on. Quit throwing them at Ricky. <laughs> we'll be back. RWRC Radio live from the Unico Bank Mobile Studios here at Sage Meadows. Right here on 96.9. Go check it. This segment has been brought to you by the official barber of Red Wolf Roll Call Radio, Ace of Blades. Ace of Blades now in their brand new location, 3227 East Matthews Avenue, right here in Jonesboro. Barber Toby Stoker specializes in men's and boys' haircuts. Open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and by appointment only on Saturdays. I was having severe headaches. I had been to medical doctors. I had been to the emergency room. All they were doing was giving me pain medication. I would tell anyone that had problems with their neck or back that they needed to see Dr. McElroy. Uh, he has done a wonderful job with me, and I have sung his praises <laughs> to everybody that I see. If you have back pain or neck pain, call my daddy. If you're out of action, get back now. Back in action, 250 Southwest Drive. Give them a call today, 870-802-WELL. That's 870-802-9355. Or check them out on the web, backinactionofjonesboro.com. Hey, how you doing? Tony here. I mean, Earl. Yeah, Earl. You see, me and the boys, uh, we have recently been relocated to the greater Jonesboro metropolitan area. It's okay. One little slight problem. Me and the boys, uh, you know, we're homesick for some good home cooking, like mud I used to make. Then we found this uh, 1812 pizza, and it's all good now with me and the boys. Hey, boss, Tommy two times wants to know what's a grit. Vinny, I'm talking here. Boss, I thought my name was Joe Bob. Vinny, as I was saying, 1812 Pizza, they got it all. Not only pizzas, but they got salads, wraps, appetizers. They even got a meatball sub. It's to die for. Yeah, boss, tell them about the meatball sub. Vinny, you just keep talking and you're going to be a meatball sub. As I was saying, they got subs, sandwiches, and much more. Boss, tell them about the wings. Vinny. If you want my brother, anyways, it's good as mama's. And if you tell her that, I will totally deny it. Vinny, that's my slice of pizza. Put it down. Vinny, put it down. Vinny, Vinny. 1812 Pizza Company, 2815 Ray Street. Download their app from the App Store. And receive $5 off your first purchase. Or you can go online to 18... Eighteen Twelve Pizza Company dot com. Eighteen Twelve Pizza Company. By now, two things that you have invested in is your house and your automobile. You take pride in your home. You keep it clean, mow the yard. You know the general maintenance stuff. Why don't you show the same love for your automobile? 
Yeah, that's right, your automobile. Why are you neglecting it? It's time for you to repair your relationship with your automobile. Give it love. Give it Rhino Car Wash. Your car will love you for it. And now you can show your love seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Sunday. Four convenient locations in Arkansas, Paragould, Searcy, Cabot, and now 1840 East Highland Drive in Jonesboro. They proudly provide service through an express tunnel wash with free vacuums. And remember, membership has its privileges at Rhino Car Wash. Pick from three monthly memberships and wash your car anytime and as many times as you want. Your car loves you. Love it back at Rhino Car Wash. Why is Mabry's Smokehouse Barbecue so good? Because it comes from Texas. Hey, but we're in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Well, that's why Mabry's Smokehouse is the best barbecue restaurant in Jonesboro. Charles Mabry brought authentic Texas-style ribs, brisket, wings, pulled pork, barbecue nachos, and all the fixings to Red Wolf Boulevard. It's the best barbecue this side of the Lone Star State. At the most authentic Texas-style barbecue in Jonesboro. Mabry's Smokehouse, 1504 Red Wolf next to U-Haul. Or call 870-520-5100. 11. We won't rest until every man is well-dressed. At Orville's, the store for men, on Nettleton next to Steamroller Blues. Exclusive brands for Jonesboro and all of Northeast Arkansas. Johnny O, Southern Tide, Johnston and Murphy, Saks, Strong Suit, Onward Reserve, and so much more. Outstanding high-end quality clothing at a great price. We truly want you to look good with unbeatable one-on-one service and easy, convenient out-front parking. If earlier or later is better for you, after-hours appointments, not a problem to fit your schedule. Evening wear, shorts, watches, super cool shaving products, confident ties, and shoes that make the man. Superior selection of suits, sports coats, slacks, and even next-day tuxedo rentals. Any style, all budgets. 2612 East Nettleton, just off Red Wolf Boulevard, next to Steamroller Blue. Or shop online at MS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram. It's Michael Steele for United Pawn Brokers on G Street right across from Sonic, where we sell more guns than anywhere in Northeast Arkansas. And why is that? We have the best selection and the best price, bottom line, at United Pawn Brokers. At United Pawn Brokers, you'll always save more money. If you're looking for a special duck gun, a special deer rifle, that special pistol, or an AR, come to United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. You'll find what you're looking for at the guaranteed lowest price. United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. Changes everywhere, even in the auto body industry. Stadium Auto Body is changing with the industry to adapt to deliver you excellent quality repairs, superior customer service, and a quick turnaround time start to finish. Stadium Auto Body gets you back on the road fast. Stadium Auto Body on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and Highway 49 North in Paragold. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. And now, back to RWRC Radio with J.C. and Uncle Walls, fueled by Flash Market, live from the Unicorn Bank Studios, right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM 970, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21, Facebook Live, and RedWolfRollCall.com.
Well, a little black magic woman by request on this Maybreeze Texas style smokehouse free for all Friday. We're set up live at Sage Meadows. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's tough life, but someone's got to do it, right? And uh, we're here, of course, uh, to cover this lovely, lovely golf outing that will benefit uh, Brooklyn Athletics. And uh, we're going to be talking to Coach Eric Munoz here momentarily. Uh, but uh, awesome to be here. It's been a while since I've been here, actually. And uh, Walls and I were talking about that uh, during the break and prior to setting the show up. And uh, But, uh, you know, they reached out and, uh, to me a month or more and said, hey, you want to come? I was like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Uh, anything that we can do to get out and promote local. Uh, this is, uh, of course, going to be a great event. You can chase a, a ball around. Yeah, the temperature sucks, but you know what? Uh, if you coach football, you're used to those temperatures anyway. And so uh, it's going to be a, a great event today. We're happy to be here and be a part of it uh, on today's show, RWRC Radio. We're set up in our Unico Bank Mobile Studios here. Shout out to everybody checking us out on Facebook Live. Coaching wave at everybody because they're watching you right now. I should have warned you of that just in case you were, you know. He was actually dancing when he walked in. We're going to. We're going to create that rumor. Uh, but uh, but anyway, back in action, hotline 870-330-0927. Quality Farm Supply text line 870-372-RWRC. That is 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this Maybreeze Texas-style smokehouse free for all Friday. We're going to fire off today's Commerce Solutions hot topic of the day, and then after that, we're going to talk with Coach Munoz, and uh, we'll talk a little Brooklyn football, and we'll talk about his journey. We're going to talk about this pandemic. We're going to talk a lot about several topics uh, with Coach here momentarily, but let's fire off the hot topic of the day now. Time now for the Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. Calmer Solutions 1805 Executive Drive is the new location. Business owners, there's no reason to hire an IT department. Just call Calmer Solutions at 870-336-2169 or find them on the web at calmersolutions.com. Time now for the Hot Topic of the Day. All righty, boys and girls, gents, ladies, your Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day today. Who you got taking the top two spots in the National League Central this season? Of course, last night it was voted upon, and uh, they've agreed. 16 teams in this 60-game shortened season will make the playoffs. 16. Yes, 16. And so uh, we want to know who's going to take the top two spots, the way the format's going to work, in case you don't know. Uh, the top two teams in each division punch their ticket. That's 12 teams. Then the top two teams, based on record, in each league will make up the rest of the 16-team uh, pool. And so uh, top two teams from the Central will get in the playoffs and so we want to know who those top two teams will be in your mind. That's what we want to hear. So uh, that's your Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. You can check it out, chime in all across our Rhino Car Wash social media sideline. And in the meantime, we're going to welcome to the show Coach Eric Munoz. What's up, Coach? Walls is uh, – I'm not hearing him. Did you did – you, uh, is the uh... – ah, sounds like we've got uh, – let's try again. Is he, is he working now? 
No, Walsh, what'd you do? Ah, we, we might have to swap him because it was working just fine, but we, we have this thing, Coach, where we feel like uh, everything that Uncle Walls touches, like that's uh, this digital doesn't work, and it's working now. Is it I working can hear. now? It's definitely working go. now. I, I think he's just got one of those maybe uh, magic touches that are not a good thing. But uh, anyway, welcome to the show, Coach. How, how's life? Life's going good. A little hot, but it's, it's going good. Yeah. Okay, so let's first – the first place I want to start is we were talking earlier before the show, and you were talking about, you know, you thought it had been like since 2012 since you've been here at Sage. But I would love for everybody to know your journey that led you back here and now being at Brooklyn. Tell everybody the journey for Coach Eric Munoz uh, and how that's led you to be where you are now as the head coach of Brooklyn. Well, of course, I was here in 2012 mm-hmm. with Gus and had a successful season, conference championship. It was pretty decent. Pretty decent. Um, had a good time. Gus left, and uh, I went with him to Auburn, and I was there for five and a half years. Um, got to experience a lot of fun games to be a part of and um, big-time players and, you know, get to learn a lot of ball. And then uh, my wife got the opportunity to come back here mm-hmm. and uh, the associate athletic director for marketing and – you know, we had two two children at the time. Just had had a new newborn, and you know, she had that opportunity. I said, "Ron, I want you to run with it, and I'll I'll, I'll go to high school and go back to Jonesboro." So I came back to Jonesboro and got on at Valley View. Um, Sean Cockrell hired me, and I worked there the last two years. And last year we went ten and zero in conference. And yeah, um, yeah, that's that's also not too shabby. <laughs> <laughs> so not we we won a conference championship, and then Brooklyn came calling, and and I. Uh, I, was, I jumped on board as quickly as I could. Um, I was excited about the opportunity, and I'm excited to be here and being a Bearcat. Well, and so I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about your time with Coach Gus Malzahn and, uh, you know, the things that you've learned from him, the, the things that maybe you've picked up uh, along the way that you might want to apply now as, as a head football coach. You know, it was just bringing the toughness to the game, the physicality. And really the discipline, um, that's the big thing for me. And I tell our kids every day, it's the little things that matter. Um, and that's something I've always taken from Gus, even when I played for him in high school. Um, the little things matter. And do the little things right and the big things will take care of themselves. And that's what I preach to our kids. And I think they're buying into it. And they're eager and they're hungry. And they've been here all summer working hard. Let me ask you this. Um, Obviously, it's the most uh, uncertain time in our country's history. These past four months, uh, if you would have wrote a movie script of what these past four months are and you, you submitted it and said, hey, check out this script, you'd be like, man, this, this movie is pretty darn unbelievable. Like, I don't think I – but as a coach and, and as a guy who has to, uh, you know, lead men, young men through, through this time – how has that challenge been? You, I mean, this being your first head coaching job, and lo and behold, hello, pandemic. How has that been for you? You know, I, w- I, don't, I don't know anything different. You know, they say you're first time head coach and everything's normal. Well, it's not normal. Everybody's going through it, and I don't know any different being my first year. Um, now, hopefully next year, going in year two, it's, it's normal, and, and, and we can go with that. But, you know, the challenge is – is, is the football aspect of not being able to, you know, get the kids acclimated, putting helmets on, playing seven-on-seven, seven, getting pads and hitting. Um, that aspect is what's probably been the toughest. 
but getting them out there on the field and working them out and seeing the you know the work ethic they have, um, teaching them how to be disciplined and things, that's all still there. You can still get that in the weight room. Um, but the football side, the X's and O's, that's probably been the toughest part. Well, I want to ask that. You know, I, I think that that's something that people kind of lose sight of. I was talking to a coach the other day, and uh, they were really technically like in a third get-together as a group, uh, if you will. And um, in comparison, he was like, well, this is where we are now. This is where we should be. I want to ask you that uh, as far as preparation. We hear so much conversation right now is, you know, okay, we're waiting on the governor. We're waiting on the governor to, to make a decision. Uh, is this going to be pushed back? Is it going to start on time? Is there going to be a season what, at, at all? Uh, so much speculation. As far as putting the work in, how far behind do you feel like you might be due to the pandemic? And, and if you are, how much time do you feasibly need to be ready to play a season? You know, I mean, going into it, you know, we missed spring ball. Um, we haven't been able to do any padded camps this summer. I can't honestly tell you if I know it's gonna, if it's really going to hurt us or not because nobody's ever had to deal with this. Um, I've told the kids every day that we're going to treat this like, like everything's normal. We're going to plan on starting August 3rd, and that's what's in their minds. That's what's in my mind. And until we're told otherwise, that's our plan. And we've been working out and doing everything possibly the safe way and the right way to get these kids ready. And if we're ready to go August 3rd, these kids are ready and I'm ready. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. And, and how much of those conversations, Coach, have been with your student athletes? Like, look, you know, just because we might not be able to come together, I need you. I need you putting in work on those times when we're not around. Because I think that that's going to be huge. I think it's it's uh, this pandemic has forced people to really uh, reassess where they are as an individual, uh, their work ethic. You know, nutrition is oh, huge, yeah. as you know. Um, but how how have those conversations been in regards to? Look, we might not be able to get together this week, but I need to make sure that you're still putting in the work that needs to be put in. Well, I know my DC back there, Coach Profit, could tell you we. Uh Every day we're talking about taking care of their bodies, nutrition, mm -hmm. hydrating, um, you know, getting the extra workouts in. Um, that's crucial. And to be the best you want to be, you've got to put that extra work in and you've got to take care of yourselves and, you know, doing the right thing on and off the field. And we, we harp it every day. As soon as we're done, we'll get stretching in before we get them out, after we do all of our football stuff. And it's uh, hydrate, eat, drink, you know, take care of your bodies stretch, all those things, it's harped on every day. Well, and I want to ask you this. Uh, for you and your staff, what do you think has been maybe the biggest lesson that you've learned already? You know, I think being able to adapt to change, um, a sudden change. You know, coming in, you're, you're expecting to, hey, we're going to have summer camps. We're going to have all this and all that. And the kids – you know, you put a calendar out thinking that these things are going to happen, they get canceled. Um, a little adversity. Um, I think it's been good. You know, the pandemic's not good, but us being able to learn how to deal and make changes and the kids are on the go and always understanding that, hey, this is just is what it is right now. And they've been all they've all been on board, and the coaches, have, you know, I can't thank them enough for how much they've done so far. And these players, they've been bought in from day one since I walked in there, what, what the plan is, how we're going to do it. 
And if there's some kind of change, there's, there's no hiccup. They're mm-hmm. ready to go and make that change. So it's been good. Talk about your experience uh, being at Valley View and talk about Sean and the crew and what you learned those years. And then obviously a tremendously successful season last year. Uh, you, you set the bar. You guys set the bar pretty high there. Um, and now you're again, you, you've got your own program. Talk about your, your experience and your time there uh, with Coach Cockrell and the crew there. You know, I owe a lot to Coach Cockrell, given my first high school job. Um, I enjoyed Valley View a lot. The people there uh, made tons of, of, of long lifelong friendships. And uh, the coaching staff there, I wish them nothing but the best. Um, but, you know, I took a lot of things from Coach Cockrell and how he ran his program, um, how to and not to do things. Because, you know, when I was in high school, that was, you know, 10, 12 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, whatever it was. And things are different now. Kids are different. No doubt. And, Agreed. You know, coming from college, you got something in your mind ingrained of how things need to be done. Well, it's a little bit different than college and high school. And that's one thing that those two years with Coach Cockrell, he really showed me the reins of, you know, what to do and what not to do. And he really helped me out in, in, in that last piece of my vision of being a head coach of what I needed, um, putting it together. It, it really, He really helped me out, and I – I'm in debt to that guy. How much does your time as a player playing the game of football, how much do you believe that that helps you on the coaching aspect, especially when it comes to relating? I think it's big. I mean, you can sit there and say, guys, I've done it. I'm not going to ask you to do something I didn't get, wasn't asked to do or that I didn't do. Um, I think it's huge. It correlates a lot with um, them understanding that you've been there, you've done that, um, and if they if they get that, you know, it's good. But you know, they're always they're really young, and they're always going to have that that little bit of fight back of you know they're young minds and they think they know it all. <laughs> They've got life figured out, right? Yeah, they got it figured <laughs> out. And I'm not going to say I wasn't that way when I was in high school. Yeah, but I think you, we all were. <laughs> yeah, you were. I'm sure we were. But you get older. And these kids, you got to just make them realize that you've been there, you've done that, and it's all for a purpose. Um, they've got to have purpose and have something to be there for and not just going through the motions. And I feel like we've um, given that to these kids at Brooklyn, a purpose of being there and the workouts and all that, and I think it's been good. Well, and, and so let's uh, let's look ahead. Let's look, look at the season. We're going to act like, Coach, this thing's going to start on time, and you're going to play the schedule that's in front of us. And I was kind of reviewing the schedule, and you and I were talking a little bit about conference and uh, what that's going to look like. And, well, you're pretty familiar with the conference, but uh, let's let's talk about the schedule ahead and the conference and, and kind of what you envision. And then we'll kind of also kind of shift into what this team looks like for you and what time you've got to spend with it and maybe the knowledge of the squad that you have. But let's talk about this schedule in, in the conference itself. And uh, it's very challenging, very challenging. Well, just the conference itself is very challenging. And, and our kids are ready for it. Um, they're excited about being in the 5A East. I'm excited. Brooklyn's excited. And um, they've bought in. They understand what's at stake and what it takes to be there. And I've explained to them what's going to take. And I bet you – all those kids could tell you how hard this summer's been, the workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not made them easy, and it's for a reason, because the 5A isn't easy. Um, but being in the conference the last two years and understanding what we're going to get, I think really helps. My D.C., Coach Prophet's been in this conference a long time. Um, he gets it, and I've got other coaches on my staff that get it. 
Um, so we're, we're, we're ready for the challenges, um, but we don't really see it as a challenge. We see it as an opportunity for Brooklyn to get our, get our, get our winning right and um, make a name for ourselves and send the senior class off on the right foot. What do you envision? We're talking here, uh, if you're just joining the show, we're talking with Brooklyn head football coach, Coach Eric Munoz. Coach, what do you envision this identity of this team to be? Uh, I, I'm sure uh, it, it sounds cliche to say, but in most cases, this is the way it is. But most teams kind of take on the identity of the head coach. So for those that might not be familiar with you, what do you anticipate that identity being? I anticipate us being tough, physical, and disciplined. Um, and that, that's the kids will tell you that. If you ask them this question, they, I expect them to answer the same way, and I think they would. Um, I harp on it all the time that it's going to take that. And for us to be that, that's who I am, is being tough, being disciplined, and being physical. And that's what football is. And if they, they buy into it, which I know they have, um, I think we'll be just fine. And I'm excited to see them and, you know, compete. That's a big thing. It's just competing every day. And um, I've told them if we can be competitive in this conference, you know, that'll get us to the fourth quarter in games. And then anybody's got a chance in the fourth quarter. So that's what I've preached to these kids, tough, physical, disciplined. And that's who I am as a coach. And, you know, we'll play fast. We'll hustle on and off the field. Um, you know, no loafing and all that. I preach those things. I'm hard on all that. So that's what you could expect out of Brooklyn. All right, uh, we'll shift gears just a little bit, but uh, I want to talk about this event today. Um, you know, obviously a cool event, fundraiser, but uh, I want to talk about this event that's happening here at Sage and kind of how this thing came together, all the working parts, all the people that have been involved in making this thing possible today. Well, it's the third annual fundraising golf tournament for the football mm -hmm. team, and, you know, being my first year here, you know, I, I told them I wanted to do it because it's a, it's a big money raiser for us, and, it helps us get what we need to provide for our players to not only keep them safe, but things we need to be successful. And, um, you know, we want to thank everybody that's going to be out today to play and the booster club that's that's been running this thing and putting it together and my coaching staff that's been helping put all the behind-the-scenes thing together and the, the donors and the sponsors and all that. You know, we can't thank them enough because this is huge for us. Well, and, you know, it's, it's very vital, uh, especially in these times. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, when we start talking about things that have been canceled, that have been postponed, that just have not happened over time, there's money involved in all of that. And so uh, there's no secret that during this pandemic, money comes at a premium. And so while this has been done prior, this is probably pretty huge for you guys in regards to uh, the money that needs to be instilled in your program. Yeah, you know, in, in the tough times right now, I mean, it's, in the back of my mind, it made me, you know, think, do we really need to have it? But we do need to have it because we're going to have a season this year and we need to provide for our kids and we need to have that. And this is a huge part of it. And, again, I can't thank the people enough that have put their hard-earned money into this and the hours they've worked to make sure this thing is ran right and people enjoy themselves here. Yeah. And that's, what, that's the main thing. We just want people to fellowship and have fun out here, get to know me, get to know the coaching staff. Um, ask questions, and, you know, get to know us on a personal level. Well, and uh, now let's talk about this staff of yours. You know, I, I know that's big to you. It's big to any head coach. Uh, the head coach gets all, all the praise but also gets all the criticism. That's the nature of the beast, and you know that being a coach. But uh, behind every 
great head coaches, a great staff, and I'd like for you to have that opportunity to talk about your staff. Well, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't bring anybody from outside in. I kept everybody mm -hmm. that was already at Brooklyn. Um, I met with every single one of them, um, got to know them on a personal level. They got to know me on a personal level. Um, we all see things the same way. Um, we'll have heated conversations, but those are good, healthy, heated conversations sure. about personnel or um, what we're doing. I think those are good. Those are healthy for staffs. But in the end, we all know we got, we got each other's backs. Um, and, you know, we're all going to roll, roll in the same, the same bus together. And um, I'm excited for these guys to, to be a part of it with me, and I'm excited to be a part of it with them. Um, I couldn't ask for a better staff right now. What do you think, Coach, is the, is the biggest challenge from going to an assistant to the head coach, to the head man in charge? What is the biggest challenge? The stuff off the field. Um, the X's and O's, I mean, that takes care of itself. But when you become a head coach – like today, figuring out a way of raising money. Um, how are you going to pay for um, these new shoulder pads you got to get? How are you going to pay for jerseys? How are you going to pay for um, paint to paint your field? You know, all those things that go into that, um, that's what the, the more challenging part of being a head coach is, is, is getting those things for your program, make sure it's ran right. And not only just senior high, you know, overseeing junior high, seventh grade, mm -hmm. peewee, those things, that's – you know, as assistant coach, you just worry really about your position. And, you know, if you're a coordinator, you worry about your offense. You're not worried about the entire Brooklyn football program, which that's what I'm here to do and um, change things for the better, uh, make things better where I can. And, um, you know, our big goal is to get more numbers, um, get as many kids as possible out for football. And, um, you know, that's the main – that's our main goal. What do you think uh, in regards to the game of football at the high school level? And obviously you've experienced the collegiate level as well. But what do you think is the biggest change that you have seen over the last 10 years? Biggest change I think I've seen is just I think the players have changed. And when I say that is these kids are so much more developed from what they used to be. Um, they're faster, they're stronger, they're bigger. Um, the knowledge of the game, I mean, you'd be surprised at some of the knowledge these kids have um, to where, you know, when I was playing, I remember guys that didn't have a clue what was going on. <laughs> right. But I think it's a testament to these coaches um, where football is in America right now. Um, I think it's it's huge. And, you know, it, it builds character. Um, it, it develops these young men into men. Um, and it's stuff they'll take not only for high school but for the rest of their lives that they'll use because I use things that I learned in high school to this day um, in being disciplined in things and um, being selfish and all that. So those are things that I think you can take and run with it. Last but not least for you, Coach, uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, her earlier and you mentioned the family, but behind every great head coach is is a great supporting cast and – um, Sarah and the fam talk about what they mean to you and it's not an easy life being uh, the wife of a football coach and uh, but talk about your your supporting cast if you will well my wife Sarah she's my rock without her I mean I know people say it all the time but I really couldn't do it um, she's she's been there for me from day one in this in this profession um, from the from the times where she was driving six and a half hours to come visit me 
because I'd moved to go to another coaching spot in junior college or um, we were engaged and we weren't living together yet. We hadn't been mm -hmm. married and she was driving from Kansas State to here to Jonesboro. And then we got married and I took off and went to Auburn eight months later after we'd been <laughs> married. You know, I put her through the ringer when it comes to being gone from home and, um, you know, not being a help off the kids. And when we got two boys, Jace, who's about to turn five, and Colin, who's just turned two and a half. And, you know, those those three mean everything to me. Um, and that's what this, these guys in the staff, they understand that, that I'm a family first guy. We're going to get our work done, but in the end, it's all about family. That's all I care about is taking care of my family. And, you know, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't have done it without her. And she probably doesn't know it enough how much I appreciate everything she's done for me. And I know her job asks a lot out of her here mm -hmm. um, at the university. And um, But I'm proud of her and her accomplishments. And um, I thank her every day for what she's done for me and, and supporting me in, in my, my dream. There you go. What a perfect way to end it, Coach, man. It's uh, it's great having you on. Uh, hopefully we can get to talk throughout the uh, season, talk a little Brooklyn Bearcat football. But, man, best of luck to you guys, and we appreciate you all having us. Thanks for having me. That's Coach Eric Munoz, uh, Brooklyn head coach. And we're going to hit the top of the hour break. One hour in the books, one hour to go. RWRC Radio on the road here at Sage Meadows. And uh, we're here on 96.9 The Ticket. Disruptive may be just another overused buzzword, but disruptions in business like network downtime, data loss, social media abuse, and slow speeds are downright disruptive. For businesses large or small, Calmer Solutions offers powerful, affordable, yet customized solutions specifically for your business to prevent disruptions and simplify IT. For consultation or to try any of their solutions risk-free for 30 days, visit calmersolutions.com forward slash disruptive or call 870-336-2169. Calmer Solutions is a proud supporter of Arkansas State University. Quality Farm Supply, now that's quality. This is Jesse from Quality Farm Supply. We hope and pray that everyone is staying healthy and safe during this uncertain time. Many of our unsung heroes, including the American farmers, are still working to keep America going. The American farmers have always known that not going to work is just not an option. Quality Farm Supply wants to say thank you and to let you know that we will be here to help keep you supplied with the parts you need to stay up and running. We are open as usual, or you can call ahead and we will be glad to bring your parts out to you to get you back to work as soon as possible. Quality Farm Supply. Serving the farmers of NEA at our new location in Truman on Highway 463, two miles south of our old location, and on Industrial Drive in Jonesboro. Quality Farm Supply. Northeast Arkansas, family-owned and operated for over 50 years. Now that's quality. Your one-stop shop for the parts you need. Quality Farm Supply. Now that's quality. At Unico Bank, it's not about the big buildings, where our name is, or who we are. It's about you, now and tomorrow. Do you feel like you have lost that personal relationship with your banker? Do you feel like your banker has put their agenda before yours? If you do and you need help, 
please come see one of our team members at Unico Bank. I'm willing to bet when you leave one of our branches, you'll be glad you came to see us. Unico Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Investing in you. Come see us. Why is Mabry's Smokehouse Barbecue so good? Because it comes from Texas. Hey, but we're in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Well, that's why Mabry's Smokehouse is the best barbecue restaurant in Jonesboro. Charles Mabry brought authentic Texas-style ribs, brisket, wings, pulled pork, barbecue nachos, and all the fixings to Red Wolf Boulevard. It's the best barbecue this side of the Lone Star State. At the most authentic Texas-style barbecue in Jonesboro. Mabry's Smokehouse, 1504 Red Wolf next to U-Haul. Or call 870-520-5100. 11. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit, compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to purchase the gas station egg salad. Eat the gas station egg salad. And regret the gas station egg salad as you presented numbers to the board. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 egg salad minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to Geico. Uh Uh-oh. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. By now, two things that you have invested in is your house and your automobile. You take pride in your home, you keep it clean, mow the yard, you know, the general maintenance stuff. Why don't you show the same love for your automobile? Yeah, that's right, your automobile. Why are you neglecting it? It's time for you to repair your relationship with your automobile. Give it love, give it Rhino Car Wash. Your car will love you for it. And now you can show your love seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Sunday. Four convenient locations in Arkansas, Paragould, Searcy, Cabot, and now 1840 East Highland Drive in Jonesburg. They proudly provide service through an express tunnel wash with free vacuums. And remember, membership has its privileges at Rhino Car Wash. Pick from three monthly memberships and wash your car anytime and as many times as you want. Your car loves you. Love it back at Rhino Car Wash. Hi, I'm fitness expert Jay Cardiello. Nutritional supplements can help support our health and fuel our immune systems. But how do you know which ones to take? GNC took the guesswork out with GNC for you, a plan that customizes daily vitamin and supplement packs personalized just for you and delivered right to your door. Start your wellness journey with GNC. Take a lifestyle quiz and you're on your way. I took the quiz and it was fast and easy. Go to GNC4U.com. That's GNC, the number four, the letter U.com. Live well. We won't rest until every man is well-dressed. At Orville's, the store for men, on Nettleton next to Steamroller Blues. Exclusive brands for Jonesboro and all of Northeast Arkansas. Johnny O, Southern Tide, Johnston and Murphy, Saks, Strong Suit, Onward Reserve, and so much more. Outstanding high-end quality clothing at a great price. We truly want you to look good with unbeatable one-on-one service and easy, convenient out-front parking. If earlier or later is better for you, after-hours appointments, not a problem. To fit your schedule, evening wear, shorts, watches, super cool shaving products, confident ties, and shoes that make the man. Superior selection of suits, sports coats, slacks, and even next-day tuxedo rentals. Any style, all budgets. 
2612 East Nettleton, just off Red Wolf Boulevard, next to Steamroller Blues. Or shop online at MS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram. And now, back to RWRC Radio with JC and Uncle Walls, fueled by Flash Market, live from the Unicorn Bank Studios, right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM 970, Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21, Facebook Live, and RedWolfRollCall.com. Yo, fellas, y'all ready to do this? Yeah, Yo, what's up, guys? Well, 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 as they say about uh, this next fella joining us, you know, we, we did tell you that he has numerous titles. Uh, there's, and he was telling us about his, ad, an, his additional duties, uh, that he has now as well. Uh, but coach Bobby Gross is joining us here at the, uh, Unico bank mobile studios. We're set up at Sage Meadows and, uh, of course, uh, excellent event. Of course, everything that's being done with this golf tournament today will help benefit and support Brooklyn football. And uh, we appreciate Coach Eric Munoz for joining us on the show today. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, when I was contacted about being out here, I was like, uh, yeah, no brainer. And uh, he was like, well, do you need us to do it? I'm like, no, we're there. We're good. We're in. Let us be there. And uh, anything we can do to support local, we want to do. Uh, but also, you know, this starts to feel like normal. Like it's nice to get out and see faces and and uh, get back to some kind of normalcy in a very abnormal time. Uh, RWRC Radio, it's a Maybreeze Texas-style smokehouse free-for-all Friday here on 96.9 The Ticket. And uh, we told everybody when we started the show, probably not going to be able to take uh, any phone calls on the Back in Action hotline today uh, because we're pretty uh, cram-packed. The pattern is full, Ghost Rider. So uh, anyway, but uh, updated look at today's Commerce Solutions hot topic of the day. Who you got taking the top two spots in the National League Central? Uh, let's see. Alo chimes in on the uh, Rental Car Wash social media sideline. He says, cards and anybody but Milwaukee. Uh, Josh over at the Camo Shop. Cubs and cards, because that is always fun. Of course, me being a lifelong Cubs fan, Uncle Walls being a fan of that other team, uh, it's fun for us as well. But uh, Coach Bobby Gross joining us now. And Coach, uh, just you can do it better than me. Run run down everything that you uh, are currently doing, uh, every title that you have, and uh, tell everybody how in the world did you do it. We'll start off, uh, of course, you know, I'm the head boys basketball coach yes. at Brooklyn for, uh, I think I'll start my 11th year, and it's uh, it's crazy that I've been here for 11 years, it's just gone, it's just flown by. Uh, and then, um, uh, athletic director, and I think I started my sixth year at that, and uh, <laughs> then I was starting, uh, first year being the assistant senior high principal. I was the assistant junior high, now I moved to the senior high. Well, at least you know and, all the same kids. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I'm sure they're going to be upset the first day of school. I just, you know, some of them in junior high are like, oh, we finally got rid of him. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're following yeah, him. Yeah, I, I'm back. <laughs> and I'm terrorizing him uh, for another three or four years. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, didn't even have a clue that uh, this was going to happen when I got to Brooklyn, you know. 
uh, these positions just kind of it just kind of evolved mm -hmm. and uh, very fortunate uh, that uh, I always wanted to get in administration. I always thought, you know, that's something mm -hmm. I needed to do. Uh, you know, got certified, did all that stuff, and uh, just kind of evolved into that. Um, and, you know, you don't plan on having all three. And really, I didn't want to do the, the athletic director part because that is just a – such a tough job. It's a thankless job. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with problems. That's all you deal with. And you're, you're, you're your own boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, I can fire myself. You can fire I, yourself, I can coach. bring myself in and, and write myself up. And, uh, and so – Coach, what were you doing in the last two minutes of that game on right. Friday night? Well, uh, exactly. hang on a minute. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that um, uh, our superintendent, uh, Mr. McDaniel, has uh, entrusted mm -hmm. me with the – with that, and I, it's, it's so appreciative. It's not, it's not a job that, that is like, yeah, I'm the athletic director. I, I, you know, I just want Brooklyn to be the best it can be, sure. and ever all the athletics. And then, you know, a lot of people think, oh, he just all worries about basketball, and 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 he only loves basketball. And people don't know how much I do love football. I, it is one of my fa most favorite sports. I coached 16 years in win. I coached football at the junior high level uh, my first three years. I love it to death. Uh, it, there's nothing like Friday Night Lights, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm excited that we And I can it. attest to that because I've broadcasted games at Brooklyn, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I have seen how active you are during a football game. I have seen, and uh, I even – I recall there being uh, a little extracurricular activity after one of the games I did, and who was right there? Who was <laughs> yeah. right there fixing it? But you. And yeah. so I can attest to how involved you are uh, on the football side of things because I've seen it with my own eyes, being there broadcasting games before. So. Right. I mean, I mean, I love Friday nights. There's nothing like it. Started in you know even my high school play. You know, mm -hmm. uh, football was huge in the state of Kentucky where I where I was from. And who'd have thunk it, coach? Yeah, from Kentucky. To here at Arkansas State, to you in uh, just entrenching yourself in Northeast Arkansas, and, uh, and you know, and people are like, "How did you get here? What's the story?" <laughs> and uh, well, you got a few long, days. It's I'll a, tell yeah, you. it's a long story. That's all for another episode. But uh, you know, I'm here. I love you know being at ASU, playing for four mm -hmm. years. I, I didn't want to leave. I love this area. Love the people. Uh, so you know, I'm here in Trench. This is my home. Um, but Going back to football, Friday nights are awesome, mm. and I love being on the sidelines. If you if you see mm -hmm. me, I'm on the sidelines. Yep. I'm not in the stands. I want to be a, a part of it. And I told Coach Munoz when we hired him, I said, "Now I might be standing right by you. <laughs> it's not that I'm watching you, as in make sure you do. It. I I just want in the mix." I said. If I, you know, let me be your defensive coordinator. We, yeah. <laughs> you know, we would probably get late hit after late hit after, you know, I said, you know, that's just something the passion. You there. would be calling yourself into the office it, on Monday. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but uh, I love it. Uh, uh, I love Brooklyn. Uh, it's a great place. It's, it's another place that's evolving and exploding. There's so much potential there. And I just want it to be the, one of the best schools in Northeast Arkansas, which I think it is. And, you know, Whenever it's over, whenever my tenure's over, I just want to leave it better than it was when I got here. I want to ask you this, uh, Coach, while we talk about this, and you do wear many hats, as we've discussed already, but uh, this pandemic and how it's been handled, and, uh, you know, I, I use the sports analogy all the time when I reference COVID-19 
as there there's no playbook for what we have experienced over the last four months. And I've kind of cautioned people to kind of take a step back before you try to get real judgmental about things or how something has been handled or how things have been approached or protocols or so on and so forth. Because uh, I can say there's certain things about this pandemic that I absolutely do not like. I'm not a fan absolutely. of. But I also understand the fact that we're in uncharted territory here. No one, no one knew how to handle this. When this first came down the pipe uh, in March, truthfully, how long did you think that this thing was going to be around? I thought we'd be out for a week and then maybe spring break and maybe a week after that and we would crank this thing back up. Uh, but there's so many different <laughs> things. That, and here we that, are. It's yeah. uh, July 24th. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It got political, I'm sure. Sure. Um, you know, uh, I got to watch what I say because I can get really passionate about it. I understand. And I'm still representing Brooklyn High School. I'm the same so, way. Uh, I've got to really kind of, you know, calm myself down. But, you know, these kids need structure. These kids need school. And I'm not – I don't want to be insensitive to people that uh, may have it uh, or people in their families that may have had it or people that have actually died. And, and you know, we know this – uh, this disease has killed people, and we want to be uh, sensitive to that and protect them. But also, we gotta we gotta get these kids uh, back in structure, and um, they need it. Uh, but we gotta do it the right way. And so, um, you know, we have. I know in Brooklyn. I know other schools. Uh, we're working. I mean, we've worked harder than we've ever worked in a summertime mm -hmm. in administration, trying to make it where school can be as normal as possible and safe. Yep. And I, I just want to tell you that, you know, there's people that are not bringing their kids to school, and that is their choice, and that's their right. But we are doing everything we possibly can to make it uh, safe for the kids, for the teachers. The teachers want to come back. They're, you know, they, they want that normalcy. They want sure. the interaction. Uh, you know, I have two kids that are, one's going to be a junior and a senior, and they want to come back. Um, you know, they're, they've had six months off they're, yeah. they're, they're you know, they want to get back in that social setting. And, uh, luckily they, they both play athletics, so they still get that a little bit, but you know, it's so, it's such a tough, you, you got to watch what you say because, you know, you see these advertisements, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. Well, somebody's died, you know, sure, yeah. so you got to watch, you got to kind of watch that. And, and you can say, well, it's this, it's that, it's political, but there have been people that died, so we have to be sensitive to that. And we've got to be, do what we can to prevent it. And, uh, but the world, world is keep, it's, it's, it just keeps going, and we've got to yeah. go, and we've got to do what we've got to do to uh, get these kids educated and um, you know, get them back in some normalcy because uh, I, I really f felt bad for, the, for these spring sports seniors Ugh. it was it was heartbreaking because we had some kids that might have you know you never know had a good senior year might have got a look at, at mm -hmm. a scholarship uh yep. opportunity to play at the next level and uh it was it was gone and uh that's tough i have a a, a senior daughter that uh, has a chance to play at the next level she might not get to play her senior year we don't know we have no idea we're in limbo we're what we're waiting on the triple a yep. 
and it's you never know when it's going to come down. Well, and Coach, uh, I can totally relate. I have a daughter who will be a senior at Jonesboro High School. She plays volleyball. Uh, they're back-to-back -back state champs, mm -hmm. trying to three-peat, something that hasn't been done. Right. Um, and I have to have these real-life, real-world conversations with her all the time. You mentioned structure, and I'm – 110 percent in agree uh, in agreement with you on that i look at my daughter who has a part-time job but if she is not practicing working out whatever i'm like so what have you done today what have you done today oh you've been on tiktok for five hours exactly you know uh <laughs> sounds like no, no, nothing against tiktok but I need you. i need you doing something productive stimulate right. the mind stimulate the body something and so I also know this, and you know this way better than I do, being a coach as long as you have, but I personally believe that there are certain student athletes at the high school level, at the collegiate level, that without sports, their interest in school is minimal or not there, and sports is what gets them going, and that's what makes them get up every day and show up at school. Absolutely. And so when people try to discount how important sports are, mm -hmm. to me that's where it, it hits me wrong because I know what that's like. I'm very close to it, and uh, I, I think that you can probably touch on that even better than me. Oh, absolutely. And different schools have different amounts of those type of kids. No, no doubt. Uh, that need sports or some of those kids just say, well, I'm not going to school or I'm just, I'm not going to do that work. I don't care if I uh, have bad grades or I don't graduate, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, some schools are, you know, have, like, like I said, a lot more, but we, these kids need that. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm a product of that. Yep. That was motivating for me. Uh, you know, I, my dad, mom and dad, you know, they graduated from Murray State. Uh, my dad was an athlete. Mom taught, uh, was a music uh, major. But it got down to, listen, son, you're going to have to get this GPA and this ACT if you want to play at the next level. That was motivating me. I had to, you know, study. I had to do this. And when I got to ASU, that was motivating. You had yep. to stay eligible. I mean, and it was just – <laughs> and, and then finally, my fourth year, my senior year, it clicked. Oh, this I, I need to I need to start actually studying. And uh, you know, is you know, ath athletics play a huge role in, in kids' lives. Uh, not that they're going to go pro. Not that they're going to go to even go to college. A very minimal percentage. Very, very minimal. Even get to go to college and play. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's so many that they're in whatever sport that that coach say, listen, and you're not cutting it in geometry. You better get it, mm -hmm. get it or you're not going to be playing Tuesday night or Friday night or whatever night it yep. is. And that coach is the one putting the hammer down, saying you got to get better, you got to do better, you're not playing. Where if they weren't playing athletics, yeah, they're on TikTok. They don't mm -hmm. care. They're just – they're not engaged in idle time, idle hand. It's know, by the hour. Exactly. It's, it, listen, I, I I was the same way when I was their age. You worried about what am I doing the next hour? Yep. Not what am I doing today, tomorrow, next week, a month from now, three years from – that does not enter the equation. Exactly. You know, I, I joke with people all the time. I'm like, my 17-year-old daughter one day tells me she wants to be a dentist, and then the next <laughs> week is like, Dad, I, I think I'm going to do what you do, and I'm going to be a real estate agent. You know, and it's like right. – that was a week ago. Like, what are you doing? And so, exactly. it, it, and so you 
uh, again, and you mentioned it, but being a student athlete and, of course, playing at the collegiate level, I'm sure that that structure was vital for you. And without sports, vital. who knows? It, it, you probably I wouldn't be an athletic director, no. an assistant principal, a head basketball coach. No. All of these things that you do now and your success that you've had probably, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but probably would not have happened had you not had the structure of athletics in your life. 100%, no doubt. Um, you know, it was the reason why I chose what I'm doing now. Um, you know, I was not going to be a coach. And I was, uh, you know, I was just floating. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're a senior, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, what do you want to do with your life? And, like, and my dad's just wearing me out. <laughs> like, you know, it's time. Come on. And finally I was like, you know what, this I, – I still remember I was at uh, Coach Catalina's camp. Yep. And he asked me to work it. And I had a great time. I was like, this – this coaching stuff's not not bad, and I didn't realize how hard it was, <laughs> all the pitfalls. But it, you know, but uh, I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. I I wanted to make kids the best version of themselves. I'm not trying to make them professionals. I'm really I'm not even really trying to make them, you know, college athletes. If that happens within the process, that's great. But just making a kid go from one level, and then in two or three years, they're at this level, and you see that change, and you see that 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 grind in them, and they and they learn how to how to uh, work and sacrifice and all that. Man, I mean that is that's the payment I I want. That's that's awesome. And uh, and there's so many times where these kids are, you know, if they did not have athletics, they have nothing. Yeah, they are floating around like you said. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a dentist. I want to be a real estate. I want to do this. And my 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 seventeen year old going to be senior daughter is the exact same way. It's crazy. And and it's just they need direction. They need it. Um, you know, we've had some tough conversations as well. You know, we don't. You have to be ready that this might not happen, or mm -hmm. half your season, yep. or at any time they may shut it down. So let's let's get our head head right on that. But uh, you know. Athletics, there's so many success stories. There's so many things that uh, it teaches you not just, you know, a better jump shot to pass the ball, to hit the ball. It teaches you so much more. It teaches you life, life lessons. This is how it's going to be in life. It's going gonna, it's gonna to suck sometimes. It's going to be hard, hard times. There's going to be ups and downs. And how are you going to respond to it? And if they didn't have it, then life's going to hit them in the mouth no matter what and how they're going to respond. So uh, that's the importance of athletics. To me, Coach, uh, I think one of the most important lessons that athletics teaches you, it's one word, and especially right now. Like, this word couldn't be any more huge than it is right now based on this pandemic in these last four months. But to me, athletics, the best lesson that it could ever teach you is the word adversity. No doubt. I mean – how do you handle adversity? Uh, how, you know, do you have that stick to itiveness? That's the, one of the words that I, I really hammer on my uh, on my kids. Brother, that's worth like two eighty five on Scrabble. I, I mean, it's all stick to itiveness. Stick to itiveness. That's got to be like two eighty five on and, Scrabble. And, and they look at me and say, "What is that? Stick what? Stick? <laughs> stick what?" And and uh, I'm, you know, Dad, that, coach, that just shows how old you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah. They, 
they and they mess it up when they go home. The coach said, "Stick, <laughs> stick something." I don't know. Uh, uh, coach, I need to talk to you about this word that you were talking about today. Exactly. But you know, listen, we're all going to face adversity in life. Some, some more than others. It's how you respond to it. Period. And no doubt. You know, there's so many. Even as coaches, you know, we have to learn that too. There's going to be adversity in 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 in. I mean, you, you guys know, are dealing with it right now. We're dealing with it right now. And, you know, I had to talk to my team about uh, a practice yesterday. Uh, you know, we, they're getting frustrated. They can't scrimmage. They can't mm-hmm. play. Uh, you know, we can't go one-on-one, five-on-five. Uh, they're tired of the same drills all the time. You know, I told them, I said, I said this is just a part of life. I said, uh, you know, you can't, we can't get bored with it. This is the hand we're dealt. And you got to do the best with it. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, sports teaches you life. And there's so many uh, parallels, it mirrors it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you can handle some of this and learn how to handle it and understand that it's going to be some bad stuff come, and you just got to, it's not the end of the world, you know, uh, barring, you know, barring death. But, you know, you got to fight through it and just keep fighting and grind and grind and grind and grind and grind because, you know, you got to find that that uh, that level of success. And so it's uh, – we need it, and these kids need it. Um, we, they, we need that structure. And it, it, what, it just brings communities together. Too. It really does. And it brings a sense of pride. Um, you know, there's people that just randomly text me just – Man, it was so awesome that game, mm-hmm. or that this game. It might not even be boys basketball, but that. And we're so proud of Brooklyn. Yep. It's not that <clears throat> proud of a certain sport. They're proud of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and look where Brooklyn's come from twenty years ago to now. And they're just to a, has some, a vision. Yes, it was a vision at one point. Uh, I, I remember vividly. You uh, know when when the discussion was, you know Brooklyn's going to have football one day, and it was like, what? Right, you know, but to see how not just the city, but uh, the community, also just the school system itself, how it has flourished over these last, as you mentioned, twenty years, yeah. is pretty incredible. It is blown up. Uh, I remember driving. My wife is from Paragould, and um, driving to and from Jonesboro to Paragould when we were at ASU, and going through Brooklyn, going. <laughs> right, the thoughts going through my head because you used to have to go yeah, right through it, right through it, and and everybody would you know drive ten miles an hour, and I'm trying to pass people, and just thinking, what kind of town is this? I mean, look at this town. I was like, you know, I would in in, in passing the school, going, look at this. And, and by the way, in college, that was your range from Brooklyn to the convo. That was that was where you were shooting it from. That's where I was pulling up from, yeah. <laughs> pulling up those jays. Pulling up them jump shots. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the one thing I uh, thought about Brooklyn was the old golf course. Yeah. And, Play, uh, and back when I played. Brooklyn Hills. I, and, I played there. Yes. And, you know, just going through the town going, goodness gracious. What did I know? Here I am. Unbelievable. And it is blown up. And I love the place. And I, I can't see myself anywhere else. Um, so proud of what it is, and hopefully what it will become, and just just want to be a part of it. Uh, Benjamin Rush Davison chiming in on our Facebook Live. He says, "Without high school sports, there is no band, color guard, dance team, cheerleaders, homecoming committee. So much revolves around sports." And uh, he couldn't be more accurate uh, in saying that. I, I think 
a lot of times if you are not a sports person, if you don't have a child that plays sports, I think it's very easy to feel detached and not understand everything that goes into that. Most kids in school, not all, but most, whether they're an athlete or not, they enjoy those Tuesday night, Friday night basketball games. They enjoy football Friday night. They enjoy that atmosphere, that extracurricular activity. And as you said, Brooklyn's a great example because it's its own community. Again, I've done games there. I've been there on Friday nights. And it's awesome to look up and just see everybody coming from these different side roads all congregating in one place for one reason. That's right. Brooklyn. And it's it's packed. It is. I mean, you know – We've we've struggled. Uh, you know, we're a new program. We we've been on the brink of the playoffs, real close, but we've had great crowds. It is totally packed. But go back to that that one statement you said. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exactly right. You know, uh, we wouldn't have a marching band if it wasn't for athletics. Uh, you, Correct. You would have band, but you wouldn't have a marching band. And and I'm telling you what, that some of these bands, uh, the things that they can do and. Their performances are just unbelievable. You have dance teams. You have cheer. Uh, let's throw another one in, ROTC and the things that they do. With ROTC, the, no doubt. And, uh, you know, we have a great ROTC program, and they support us. Uh, they, you know, they do the basketball games, the football games. They've done baseball games. They've done all sorts of games. You know, that's another opportunity for kids to go out there and, 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 and to be seen and show their talents and parents to be proud of their kids mm-hmm. and, there, you know, there's just so many, so many ex, extra things off of athletics. If we didn't have athletics, oh, it would be, it'd be tough. Uh, we, we got a text on our quality farm supply text line for you, Coach. Uh, and he says, ask Coach Gross if, if his offer still stands to hire my older brother, Paul, as security for basketball games. Just give him access to the concession stand. He said, inside joke, he'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, yeah well i'll leave that alone (laughs) oh man you gotta love it i'll leave that alone that's either that was jeff or zach zach Zach, yeah yeah. that was zach that was definitely zach for sure oh yeah he's i tell you what the mortons they are they are brooklyn supporters and they have been all in on brooklyn and and i appreciate those guys we they've uh the their older brother has some kids in brooklyn Mm -hmm. and uh Jeff has come down and helped us, and Zach's a supporter, so I, I love those guys. Well, Coach, and, uh, let's, do, let's do this. We've talked a lot about just the overall for you being an AD, but let's, let's talk about your basketball team. You know, and you, you talked about the frustrations that, that they were kind of exhibiting, not being able to scrimmage and doing what's normal, what's mm-hmm. natural to them. Right. Uh, I remember, you know, I, I mentioned my oldest again, but I mentioned her because it relates. She is a student athlete. She is a senior. And when they first were allowed to work out in volleyball, it was quite a while until they were allowed to touch a volleyball. Right. And so, you know, they're like, she'd come home and she's like, Dad, we're, we're not even touching a volleyball. Right. And I, I said, I understand it. I get it. It's part of the protocol. Just roll with it and do what you're asked to do. Right. I don't want to hear no more. Right. And so, um, but so from your standpoint as a coach, Someone who's been around the game of basketball your entire life. How have you handled that with your team and, you know, the, the adversity? Again, there's that word again. Right. But uh, how has your team looked? How have they responded? And uh, we even have uh, 
uh, this uh, star ninth grader that I've heard about um, a million times, Tyler, his uh, uncle is uh, watching on Facebook, and he was like, hey, ask him about Tyler. But uh, just your group, and let's talk about this team and what you expect from them, too. Well, as, as how they've handled the, the adversity, I think they've done a really good job. Um, you know, as, as the leader of the program, you know, I, I, people probably see me coach. I lay the law down pretty, pretty good. Pretty nah. nah. You're so subtle. <laughs> so You're so subtle. quiet on, on and, the, walking the sideline there. And, uh, you know, I just tell them this, this is how it's going to be, and we're going we're gonna to do this. And this is how you're gonna think about it. And this is this if is not get doing. to pack and, 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 and because if you give them choices, sure, in certain areas, then they're like, well, be I'm I don't care. I'm not gonna be, you know, disengaged. No, we're not gonna be disengaged. We're gonna do what we can, do everything we possibly can within the rules, and we're gonna go hard. And that's it. And I said, you know, if this, it could be even worse. We could not be practicing. Exactly. They could shut us down for a whole year, another mm-hmm. year. So let's take what we got and do what the best with, with it. So, you know, they, they've done a good job. I, I keep having to remind them and say, listen, I know we're not playing. You know, we can't go one-on-one. We can't go five-on-five. Let's just do this, do that. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about, um, you know, how close we were last year from mm-hmm. winning a state championship. And, you know, we have a lot of people, a lot of kids back, uh, return <laughs> Uh, eight of our top ten, and um, you know, tough life, coach. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it, it's it's uh, you got to enjoy those times because yeah. sometimes you you're like, oh gosh. But of course, uh, the bar, the bar is, is here, and that's what I'm telling. Them. I said, listen, and now that uh, the bullseye is on you, it's on your back, your front, mm-hmm. your forehead. It's on you. We have to be better than we were last year. We're not. We can't sneak up on people. I said, so you know, you have to be a better version of yourself than you were last year. You have to add something to your game. So we're really concentrating on individual skills. Uh, the, you know, basically, it just comes down to scoring, uh, shooting, mm-hmm. scoring different ways. You, know, you might have been, just been a knockdown shooter off the catch. Now you need to go off the dribble. Yep. You might have been off the dribble guy. Now you got to be able to knock, yeah. uh, off spot the catch, up. Mm-hmm. spot up. Uh, you know, this, this uh, forward needs to get better with his ball handling. You know, let's just be real. We're going to be in the uh, Hurricane Classic. Yep. And if you can't play and handle the ball, you're going to get embarrassed. <laughs> and, you know, we, we faced Jonesboro in the first round last year, played them well, played mm-hmm. them tough, right down to the wire. Uh, but they have everybody back, plus mm-hmm. some studs coming from junior high, a big 6'8 kid, and they're going to be better. I have a sneaky suspicion we'll probably be playing them first round <laughs> at 7 o'clock like we were Coach West Swift, are you listening right now? <laughs> I, I'm not, I won't be surprised if we are, which is fine. That's a, that, Our kids love But it know? makes both of you better. It does make it because we play a little bit different style yep. than they do. We need to play that style because that's the Little Rock Mills. That's the Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the Joe T. Robinson mm-hmm. style. And I love that we, you know, it's a shot clock. It helps us. And we can I'm glad get, you brought we, that up, by we, the way. That might need to be a we, whole We, we might different. need to just do a whole yeah, show on that, do. Coach. And I'll come back next hey, week and do we'll, a whole we'll show. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, but, I, you know, I know I'm the probably the center of the no shot clock, but I like going to this, those. Yeah. It helps our kids. Uh, because we're going to have to play, let's say you're down eight with four minutes to go. You can't go out here and yeah. pass it for a minute. you got to get a shot. Yep. So we need that. Um, you know, so 
I, I keep telling them, listen, we, we have got to be better. So th they are doing a pretty good job, and I, I am proud of them. But it is going to be – when we can go five on five, there will be balls flying everywhere because it, it, they're going to be intense and it's going to be fun. So, um, you know, can't wait for that. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Coach, man, I, I tell you what, it's, it's awesome that uh, you got to, to join us. We could literally do – uh, multiple shows together. You got to uh, get about me back this. on this shot clock. Hey, I, hey, I, it, I know, I know, because be, be, I'm pro shot clock. I know so, you are. I, so, I heard uh, uh, Monty Patel. Uh, yes, yes. I was about, I was yelling at y'all <laughs> through the through the car radio. <laughs> Let uh, me on it so I can debate Monty. You know, <laughs> anytime you want to call, Coach, you can call. But okay, last thing for you, I'm, I'm, I can't let you out of here without bringing up when when. We talk about how you are uh, while you're coaching the game of basketball. Right. You've, you've had this other guy uh, on the bench by you who's very subtle as well, very quiet when he's coached throughout his yeah. uh, illustrious career. I want to ask the dynamic of you and Coach Bill Taylor how that has been uh, over time because uh, I don't know how either one of y'all get a word in. Uh, because I know both of your styles, and uh, yeah. you're both uh, one of those very uh, up, up front and uh, close and personal type personalities. So, uh, Coach Bill Taylor. Yeah, Coach Taylor, and I'm going to tell you this. When he came to be one of my assistants, everybody was like, oh, he's going to help you offensively and all this stuff. He actually helped me more defensively with this – with the groups that I have because he, he, uh, he has this matchup zone. And I was like, this, I think this group would be perfect for your matchup zone. Well, he taught more defense than he did offense the whole, those whole two, two years he was doing this. Uh, but, you know, Bill's like me. We want to be in control. And, you know, there's got to be one chief. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he, he did a great job. And you're both job. Indians. Yes, and we're both you're Indians. You're both Indians, by the way. great. And we <laughs> talk about those good old days of being an Indian. And, I, and I have, you know, that's a whole other subject again. I can, we can go on for 30 minutes on being an Indian, which uh, I was so proud to be. But uh, Coach Taylor is now our head baseball coach. Mm -hmm. And he has done a tremendous job. If you looked at our baseball field. Of course, he's a better coach than his pro team. His, yes. his favorite protein, poor, poor fella. And, and this is coming from I a mean, Cubs it's, fan. It's, but the Baltimore Orioles, they're really? Bad. They're bad. Really? I mean, he, Come on, coach. He, he just <laughs> bleeds that ball. I'm like, why? I think he likes torment. Yeah, he I does. think he likes to be tortured. Every day he comes in, uh, he, he's looking at his phone. Oh, we're down 5 nothing. I'm like, <laughs> you know, so. And the bad part is the first pitch hadn't even been thrown out yet. <laughs> They're already down 5-0. He always <laughs> talks about he's going to call the owner and the GM, <laughs> talk about contracts. It's like they're not going to take your call, Bill. And he's like, yeah, i got to get on. i got to get oh, on. Oh, gosh. Don't worry. He'll be on social media yeah. talking oh, about it. Oh, he, he'll blow you up on social media. That's why i got to get him on, keep him on my good side, you know. But, uh, no, Bill's done a great job. He's built up that baseball field. And, and uh, we're just – have a quality coach uh, that's won so many games and championships and part of our program. That just makes us as yeah. an athletic, as a school, uh, so much better. And yeah. uh, that's what we want. We want the best coaches, the best teachers, 
for our kids, uh, you know, at Brooklyn, and he's just one of, he's one of them. Coach, you're a popular man. Uh, got another text here on the uh, Quality Farm Supply text line. Will you ask him who won the NEA in 1998? Gosh, who is that? <laughs> you, you might you might know him. He's another athletic director out there. Is uh, it Harding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, uh, <laughs> you're well, catching bars, yeah, coach. You're catching you what, bars. Just, uh, you know, 1998. You know, I was in Win and mm-hmm. uh, head coach, and we had a, a might have been the best team I've ever coached. Mm-hmm. Um, that that team was twenty eight and three, and we got beat all three games. We, we were beat on last second shots, so we're on the free throw line with about two point three seconds to go. My best free throw shooter is uh, on the line, one and one. Uh, we're up on Jonesboro, about eight thousand in the NEA uh, in yep. the convocation center. Good old days, packed. baby. Oh man, it was packed. It was awesome, and um, we he misses the free throw and. Uh, Jonesboro throws in about a 70-footer at the buzzer and beats us. And uh, I, just, I just remember the shot going up, and I, and I walked behind the shot, and as soon as it goes up, my thoughts were, that's in. Uh. There's no doubt that's in, and it hit nothing but the bottom of the net. <laughs> and the place goes crazy. I was like, I'm back in college. This I remember that day. Was. And uh, what a great game, some great players. And, uh, you know, just to have the opportunity to play Jonesboro in the Convocation Center and – and bring, you know, Wynn, who, you know, wasn't known for basketball. Nope. And, uh, you know, uh, but I – And, of course, it a, feels like forever since you've been in Wynn. It's, it's crazy to it me because really I is. even think back it, uh, it's, to – It's almost like a whole life ago. Yeah. It really is. And I love that place. Oh, my gosh. It was a great place to, to start. Uh you know, Coach Campbell mm-hmm. uh, was a great mentor. He he gave me the opportunity to be a 28 year old head coach, and that you know, and you think I'm wild now. I was, <laughs> you know, I was totally out of control then. But they let you do Running so. Running the streets yeah. of win. <laughs> they, they let you do so much more. They didn't worry about a, a, a yeah. coaching box or yeah. if you if you threw your coat, everybody just stood up and cheered. You know, oh, now you, you, they're liable to arrest you if you if you raise your voice. Now, I, I'll say this, coach. There there is a uh, a well known athletic director who is retired now, but uh, he was also a coach, and I. Recall vividly how animated he was as a coach, right? And how fired up he would get. And then as an athletic director, he's like, "Hey, I need my coaches to tone down yeah. a little bit." And I was like, w- "What? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Have you been Have you been overtaken by aliens? Because who are you? Because what What in the world? That's what happens. You get in that admin. Yeah. You know? See, I still got a foot in You're the coaching. dark side. And, and, you know, I walk in and they're like, "Okay, are you admin gross? Or are you coach gross? You know." And they, that kind of the coaches kind of look at me. All right, is he here to yell at us or is he here to just hang yeah, out? So, yeah. But uh, no, that was a great, great night. Great night for Northeast Arkansas, Jonesboro, Coach Pruitt. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, oh, he, yes. he just. I just remember him whistling, and and I, my scouting report was, guys, if you Overload, hear the whistle, airplane. if you hear the whistle. <laughs> A trap is coming, and yep. why – you know, I remember calling a timeout specifically. Why are you surprised a trap's coming when the whistle – when he starts whistling? Start stomping on the court. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, but, you know, Coach Daniel was the yep. assistant coach, and what yep. a great staff they were. They had some, my goodness, great players. Bird Kid was uh, – mm. you know, Trey, and golly, they yep. had some good players back then. But we played them in junior high, and 
Uh, you know, Trey's, Trey's dad and, and our kids from Wynn, uh, Trey's dad uh, took them around and uh, May you and uh, those kids were actually close. They knew each other. Yep. And uh, so. Uh, Which always makes for the best games. Oh, it was awesome. It was really awesome. But it's just good memories. We do have a question, Coach, uh, coming from Facebook Live. Uh, if a student chooses to do online, can they still participate in sports? I yes. Don't Yes, okay. in Brooklyn they can. Okay. Yes, because I know it's not that way everywhere. It's not that way everywhere, and people you have to understand if you go to if you choose homeschool, completely AAA, different animal. Yeah, that's that's totally different. Triple A, you're ineligible for 365 Correct. days. If you go on online with a school, well, for Brooklyn, you are eligible. So it's just like going to uh, be. You're still a Brooklyn student. Okay. So, yep. Perfect. Well, Coach, we could do this for hours on end. Uh, we can, and we're going to get back on the shot clock now oh, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait because that's going to be a fun one. Matter of fact, what I need, I need to just host like a coach's roundtable and get several of you from Northeast Arkansas. And we're gonna, might be a fight. We're, 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 even we're, better. You might want to film it. Even and get better. A, get a pay-per-view. Because it could get it, it could get ugly. I guess it's it. It, well. The good news <laughs> is, if we did it on Facebook Live, it can be no holds barred. So uh, right. uh, on the radio, we we got yeah. some parameters we got to stay in. But uh, Facebook Live, we might just let it fly because uh, that is that's an age old. And and I've talked to coaches on both sides of it, and and I can see kind of both sides of it. But uh, that's certainly something. That uh, we could well, spend an entire show on. The vote is coming August third. Yeah, uh, the AAA meetings are that week, and uh, so you know. I, I know I, you're. I, I know you're not a pro shot clock guy, but uh, can you see the the value in it? I can see the value in it for the fans. I can see the value in it uh, for entertainment. I can see the value in it um, if if I'm. I have a more talented, more athletic team. I certainly want a shot clock. Mm -hmm. uh, the teams in win, I want a shot clock. Mm -hmm. um, but Hey, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but no. I, I recall calling a game in the NEA tournament. It was one of the early, early, early afternoon games. And uh, I hop on the air, get ready. I get all the lineups done. And uh, the bucket was scored. First bucket, it's 2-0. And I watched stall ball for the next uh, seven-plus minutes before anything was ever ran an entire quarter was ran out it now, was 2-0 that i don't agree with at all i don't agree with at all um you know if you watched us play do i want a shot clock playing jonesboro <laughs> no <laughs> that would be just idiotic and be moronic right. Right. Do I want it against uh, North Little Rock or Conway, who we probably could play in, in the Hurricane Classic? No, but if you play, if you watched us play our normal schedule, we didn't. We we would probably shoot within thirty-five seconds. Correct. Correct. But in most will. In, in most will, and 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 you know, we played. You know, we played Magnolia in the semifinals, and and I watched the game just last mm. week, and I timed some of our possessions, and there was. A few that went over 50 seconds, but there was quite a few more than more than the other ones that were within the 30 to 40 uh, right. second range. But if I'm playing a more athletic team, I, I need to have a chance as a coach to give our guys a chance to win 
And so I need to have fewer possessions. It would be the exact same thing if you're if a team's playing PA, and we know what PA does in sure. football. No doubt. I mean, they're going to score 100 on you if yep. you don't watch out. Yep. So what am I going to do? Am I going to pass with them? Or am I going to ground and pound and wait to one to snap that ball? True. So – to be smart, I'm gonna I'm gonna run the ball, keep the keep the ball away from them. You see that in college, you see that in the pros. No one wants Tom Brady to have the ball. Correct. No one wants the. Uh, it's talked about all the time. Yeah. You know, if you, if, you, you gotta keep if you've got the ball, then the yes, offense can't have it. Exactly. Yeah. So, but if I'm playing a Magnolia who is super athletic, a very, Little Rock very, Mills yes. who has three D ones coming back next year. I don't want to shoot the ball quicker. I, I want them to play defense and be frustrated. And, and, and the method to the madness is when they've played defense for so long, sometimes they even rush shots that they don't shoot because they're like, we, we finally got the ball back. Right. And so kind, kind of run. like what you're talking about. When, when your guys are going to be able to scrimmage, they're, they're oh, probably yeah, going to go bananas. Yes. It's, it's the same principle the same. in that, okay, we finally got the ball after sitting Let's, there and they held it for 60 seconds. Right. Let's shoot a quick one yeah. if, you, if, if they miss. And if and you start having have, empty possessions, then you're exactly. really going to start pressing. And so now yeah, you got them playing your, your game. And so that's so what I'm hearing excerpt. from you is, though, coach, what I'm hearing from you is you want it when it benefits your team, Absolutely. but you don't want it when it doesn't benefit <laughs> your team. Absolutely. It's all about me right there. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how this vote is going to go down if the majority of the coaches are thinking like you. I, I think you got a you got a pro and con. It. I think. And of course, from a financial I, standpoint, I do understand that too. But yeah. you guys, you guys have fundraisers. Yeah, you're, you're, I, I mean, I hell, we're at one right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the financial part being a problem, and that's kind of a because somebody's thrown that at me yeah. numerous times, I mean, and I'm like, wait a minute, you spend your I money have, on so, so I've stood in intersections things. raising money for state championship rings, so right. I, I know it can be done. So the financial thing, I think that that's right. You got to, you know, I don't even consider the financial. That's I don't even think that's a good argument, really, but. You, when I got into administration, you know, we were taught to look at, you got to look through things through different lenses. And, and you got to look, you got to look through it as in the lens of what's best for the kids. Not just your type of team, but what's best for every type Especially of team. Especially development. Right. And, and, it, and honestly, it does not say anywhere in the AAA handbook that our goal is to create college athletes our goal is to make them the best version of themselves and if that happens that happens so if you look through it through the lens of what's best for all the kids and and we had one of our guards just say it three weeks ago he said he said coach you know Mills is coming back with every, a lot of them and so is Magnolia he goes we got a chance the way we play with a shot clock, we don't have a chance. He said it. Right. Very intelligent kid. And if he knows it, you know, if you're going kids to need, – kids need hope. Well, it they starts need confidence with, too. They need, it starts with hope. Yeah. If you have some hope that I have a chance to play and beat this team, then kids will give everything. If they're like, well, we don't have, we don't have a chance, so why am I going to go out there and practice three hours a day to beat this this team when I know more possessions, most likely the more athletic, more talented team 
is going to win. Not all the time, but most likely. So, you know, we, we again, we could go on. Well, and, 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 and on, I didn't mean to get into on. the shot clock, but it no, happened. No. But, I, but I do want to ask you this then. Okay. Uh, I mean, hell, we've only got about five minutes left in the show. So, <laughs> wh- whatever. It's, it's been who's great. Who's next on the, who, who, who's it's, ne- What show's next? Uh, well, Kara Ritchie's next. Well, we can two. keep it going with Kara. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to ask you this. Let's, let, let, me, let me ask you as a coach. I want to play devil's advocate with you. Let, let's say it passes. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you address that with your team if that is the case? It, you know, obviously not just talking about this season, but but down the road, where you you know some members of your team might have that that mindset. Like, coach, I don't know how we're going to beat them if we have a shot clock. How will you handle that if it does in fact pass and come into play? Well, you know, I, I knew this was probably coming a couple years ago. And that's why I chose to be in the uh, Hurricane Classic. And, you know, Coach Swift, you know, he and asked. He's, and he's pro shot clock, by the way. Oh, no question. Uh, and if I was <laughs> coaching those guys, I'd be, I'd be a 20-second shot clock, no, no doubt. But, uh, but let's go back. Coach Swift does a tremendous job, uh, and he's one of the better coaches uh, around. But uh, they would, it would be advantage to them to have a shot clock. But – they asked us to come. I was like, yes, let's go. Because I knew it was coming. We need to go. You need it. We need it. And, I, you know, I can, you know, you sell it to your kids. It's like, all right, guys, we've, we've been in the Hurricane Classic. We're playing against the best competition in the state. We, we've played with Jonesboro. Uh, even though they were young, we were young too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it's just a, a change. And, again, it's a part of that adversity we talked to. You have to sell it as it's the way it is, just kind of how it is now, and we're going to have to adjust, and we're talented enough that we're going to make a few adjustments in this and that, and we, and we move on. So, uh, but like people ask me, you know, how was the uh, shot clock, was it a problem in that tournament? And we never had a shot clock violation. Right. Never had one. There was one time where we, have a, we had a call that when it got below five, we had a call, and and, it, and it, they had to rush it. And uh, it was one, one possession in the Jonesboro game towards the end. We had to rush a shot. But the rest of them, it was just playing in the flow. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I just – I don't think it's a terrible thing. But I don't, I don't want you to – my thing is I don't want to put the game in a box because the game's not broke. It's not professional. It's not college. Uh, you know, college and professionals, you're there for entertainment. If and, going, and, I mean, as a college player, you was pulling it anyway. I was pulling <laughs> Let me tell you something. I wanted that 30-second shot clock because Coach Cat, you know, he, he was you – know, we had a very similar team to what I have, and we had some good players, but we could not run, run up and down with a, with a Louisiana Lafayette. Sure. With, you know, with Memphis, you know, mm-hmm. Elliott Perry and yep. – and, you know, we're, we're trying to milk the clock because these guys are – it's like the Santa Monica Track Club out there. They're <laughs> flying up and down the court. I'm telling you, they fly up and down the court. Yep. So, you know, it's just don't box, up, don't box it up. Don't put the, the styles in a box. Um, you know, that's one of my things. Give, give, give a less talented team maybe a chance for an upset. Yeah. Holding it on your hip at half court, staring at people? No, 
that we don't need that. Right. There's no place in that. Right. Uh, <clears throat> at the end of quarters, all coaches have done. Hey, wait, let's get the last shot. Of course, that's it. hold for the last. That, yep. And that's smart. Um, you know, I I'd agree. You know, I we shouldn't stall like that. But if you're working the ball, working the offense, trying to get a good shot, hey. That's what that's your job as a coach. That's why they hired you to put your kids in the best position to win. There so, you go. There you go. Well, coach, I got uh, a bunch of other points we can go for a hey, but that's all hey, right. Hey, we'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll make it happen. I think I think this I coach's roundtable could be a fun thing. It could. You be. know, I'll, I'll even it, it out. I'll, I'll get uh, I'll get equal amounts on each side of the uh, argument, and this could be fun. And the problem is, I could I, I agree with some of their their reasoning. Sure, I do. I, I can it make your kids better? It could force them to okay out of a comfort zone out for of sure. a comfort zone, but at the same time, you, you, I can't recruit. I, well, and you, I, you right. know, I I only have certain type of players, right. and you know, it's just one of those things that you know it is what it is, and uh, you know, so it, it's a it's a great discussion. I, I love doing it. <laughs> well, coach, man, it's uh, it's great catching up with you. We'll have to do it more often, and uh, love it. We 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 basically took the entire hour and. <laughs> It felt like 15 minutes, <laughs> and there's there's so many things that we haven't talked about. Uh, that's right. But that's nonetheless, right. man, uh, congratulations to all the success at, at Brooklyn. Uh, it's uh, obviously a great program. It's a great community. And uh, to see a day like today where it's great, especially during a pandemic, to know that this many people are coming together to put on what is going to be a great fundraiser for athletics for, for athletics, something absolutely. in sports is uh, is a beautiful thing man and we appreciate your time and you're getting to close out the show so well i, I appreciate it and let me let me say the last thing the, the brooklyn thing is a team it's not just me and my my three titles we have great administrative staff we have great teachers we have great coaches across the board uh, you know and and that's the one thing it, it's a team out here and that's one of the things i love and uh, that's what makes it so good for Coach Bobby Gross, for Uncle Walls, I'm JC. I leave you like I do each and every day. If you're going to do it, do it right. And if you do it right, do it twice. Y'all take care. God bless. Coach, say goodbye. See y'all. Shot clock, no. <laughs> Pro shot clock. <laughs>